afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a short holiday message, Broadway and Clark. This is your host, Mark. Unfortunately, I'm not joined this afternoon by Duncan. Uh, as the father to 60% of my grandchildren, Duncan is working hard to provide the kind of Christmas his kids have come to enjoy, and I couldn't be uh, more excited about that. Looking forward to seeing all of them uh, tomorrow afternoon and uh, potentially on Christmas Day itself. Kind of got everybody going out to the uh, four, scattering to the four winds, as it were. Uh, there's the local fire department as I'm recording this afternoon in front of church where I'm going to attend mass on the penultimate Sunday of the year. Wanted to come to you today and uh, on one hand say we apologize we haven't gotten a full pod together and had a complete breakdown of the latest news uh, there hasn't been much other than the obvious and the most, uh, in some ways, incredible uh, news that uh, Yamamoto has signed with who? The L.A. Dodgers? Oh, my gosh. I mean, we talk about the Cardinals on this podcast, but really, should we just make it a Dodgers podcast? Should all baseball podcasts become Dodgers podcasts? That may be a factor that everybody has to consider. But uh, all joking aside, Yamamoto to the Dodgers, 12 years, 325. They pay another 50 million to uh, the folks in Japan. Uh, that team, I just had that team on the top of my, on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. But you know who I'm talking about. The uh, 375 for 12 years, unprecedented money for a pitcher, the most guaranteed money for a starting pitcher in the history of the game. The AAV is not ridiculous. It's only about $27 million a year, but the problem is it's for 12 years. Now the, the kicker to that or the answer to that is that Yamamoto is 25 years old, and as, as has been widely reported or commented on, it is rare that a player becomes a free agent at 25. I think Juan Soto is going to be 26 next year, but, uh, you know, any betting man, I think, would say the Yankees, you know, are definitely the leader in the clubhouse to lock him up based on the trade they made last month for him. So a lot of craziness in the offseason, as there always is. Um, we all remember, you know, our own period, our own week, eight days, whatever it was for the Cardinals um, a month ago, where we really kicked off free agency with the signing of the three starters that we desperately needed. And we... You know, as Cardinal fans, we all would love to see that continue, to work out the outfield situation, the surplus that we seem to have. I mean, we did offload Tyler 
O'Neill to the Sox, picked up a couple of relievers, at least one of which looks like he's going to be, you know, a regular contributor, which uh, was not a definite with uh, with Tyler. Um, you know, just based on available at-bats and the competition. And not for nothing, his relationship with our current manager. So, Duncan and I are going to return after the holidays and talk a lot more about all of this. We're going to break down the Cardinals roster. Uh, we're already excited, as I'm sure many of you are, that we are, what are we in, the 50-day territory, 55 maybe, um, until pitchers and catchers report. Uh, so it's coming. I mean, before we know it, you know, maybe one or two pods from now, we're going to be under a month. So we're looking forward to the Cardinals potentially doing some things, and I would, uh, I would love to uh, be able to come on here with Duncan and talk about, you know, whatever we've done to shore up uh, the bullpen. I, I definitely believe we have room for another starter. Um, would, it, would, would I be happy to, to trade Steven Matz and get something back? Probably, but he also deserves, I still think, the opportunity to to make, uh, you know, to make good on the value proposition that uh, Mo undertook when we signed him from New York. So we'll see. We'll see what happens after the holidays. Uh, but, but really wanted to take this opportunity, even though Duncan wasn't available, just to reach out and to thank all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your Cardinal fandom. You know, we're brothers in that, brothers, and some of you are my sisters in that. And, uh, you know, we root for the greatest team in professional sports and team sports. I don't think there's any um, real argument about that. I mean, obviously others feel that way about their teams. But we have a lot of great facts to support us, not the least of which is that we have, you know, some of the of the best guys in the game. Um, you know, Goldie, Nato, uh, Wilson in his own way. You know, we just had three of the of the best players of this century retire uh, in our three legends over the last uh, year and two years, I guess, if we you know consider that Yadi and Albert left at the end of the twenty one season. Uh, or was a 22 season, pardon me. But, uh, you know, we, we very much appreciate the opportunity to take some time uh, as regularly as we can. We've already made, uh, you know, more than one commitment on this pod to, uh, you know, come to you on a regular basis during the 24 season. This is still a new endeavor for us. Uh, it's not anything we're doing for, you know, any kind of monetary gain or anything like that. So we do the best we can, but we are sensitive. I'm sensitive to the fact that, you know, if, if, if I want uh, some of you to, to listen to us regularly and uh, potentially down the road share some of your thoughts, 
and to help us to improve so that all of us get some more enjoyment out of this, then, um, you know, we need to be consistent. And so that's, you know, once again, I'm making that commitment and wanted to take the time uh, before the Christmas holiday to express that. I also want to wish everyone that uh, does celebrate uh, Christmas uh, a very Merry Christmas, um, you know, dare I say, blessed Christmas, um, you know, the reason for the season and all that. And I thought one of the ways that I could share um, a little bit about how that's important to me and a lot of the people I love is uh, a quick top five Christmas carols list because what pod doesn't love a list and what baseball fan doesn't love a list. And so if we're ranking, if we're going to do a little power ranking of the top five Christmas carols, uh, one, like all lists, we're going to recognize that this is completely subjective and my thoughts alone. Uh, however, I would welcome any of you that want to reach back out, whether it's on X or any other way. I don't know if we're on Instagram or not. If not, that's going to change for 24. But, um, uh, you know, uh, through this pod alone, you can, I think you can, uh, like, DM us or whatever. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, a, I'm an old head, so my... Sometimes my terminology might be a little off, but hey, I'm on a cell phone sitting in a church parking lot and I'm recording a pod, so what the heck, it's 2023, almost over. Uh, top five Christmas carols off the top of my head, not well researched in any way, shape, or form, but I am going to go with I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus at number five. A little bit lighter fare here, a little humor. Obviously, we know what the reference is to, but it warms my heart a little bit, the idea that, you know, the power of Santa is such that a kid would be freaked out to see their mother uh, having a little smooch with Santa. And, um, you know, there's also kind of a cool thing that... Uh, you know, there still are plenty of dads out there that are that are taking this thing all the way to the end, and uh, you know, throwing on maybe a little uh, little hat, little coat, little red, little black belt, and uh, you know, just in case uh, a, a child that's supposed to be sleeping is is actually up peeping around a little bit. So at number five, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Now we're going to get a little deeper. I think I'm going to go with, if this was tough, four and three were tough. They could be flipped. I'd leave that to you. But I think I'm going to go with We Three Kings uh, for num in the number four position. Maybe a little bit obscure, but always a favorite of mine um, at church over the holiday season. Uh, we Three Kings of Orient are. Um, the next one at number three is uh, a legendary worldwide classic, The First Noel. Um, it's, a, it's great. It's just a great song. 
Um, the, the tune is amazing, and uh, I don't think I'm going to get much pushback there. Coming in at number two, which is probably would have been the, the uh, odds-on favorite for the number one spot, uh, it is probably the most iconic Christmas song, or at least the most popularized. Uh, I think it's our friend, uh, was it Bing Crosby back maybe in the 1940s that popularized it? But uh, originally a German tune, uh, Silent Night. Uh, I forget how you say silent in German, but I think Nacht, N-A-C-H-T is night. But Silent Night, uh, just amazing, just amazing. Uh, you know, uh, extra points to those that, uh, you know, know more than the first verse and are able to sing along uh, when, when the choir goes uh, for longer than just one verse. And then for me, uh, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. There's uh, just, um, just as an aside, one honorable mention. Um, uh, what is it? Angels We Have Heard on High. Great song. Um, obviously, uh, you know, there's a number of others. But the, the number one, and, you know, I just... I don't know that there's much debate here, uh, is Emmanuel, right? Um, rejoice, rejoice. I mean, that's what the season's all about. We celebrate the uh, incarnation of our Lord. That's the Christian faith. I mean, it's right there in the name. And, uh, you know, and even for... Uh, my Jewish friends or folks that don't, you know, really follow any of the Western tradition, um, I think we can all relate to this idea of taking great joy and, um, you know, just really celebrating uh, the birth of the Savior, whatever, in whatever form that might take for you. Uh, in our tradition, you know, that's, that's Christ. Christ is a baby, and um, I'm not going to belabor this and go on and on for people that are bored by it, but a uh, little quick top five Christmas carols for your listening pleasure. But more than anything, Duncan and I want to just thank everybody, wish everybody a happy and healthy holiday season. Uh, we hope you get all the uh, old cards that you wanted. We hope everybody gets a new glove that needs one. Um, you know, if, uh, if there's a jersey you've had your eye on, um, you know, you're not going to be able to buy the St. Louis Cardinal Yamamoto jersey, but I guess if I saw you around town in a Dodger Yamamoto, I couldn't hate that. Uh, Personally, I wouldn't probably wear a Dodger jersey, but I know especially for some of our younger listeners, um, that's not as, you know, that's not as big a sin as it used to be. So uh, once again, we, uh, we wish everybody a happy and healthy holiday. We wish everybody a prosperous new year. Of course, we wish our beloved St. Louis Cardinals a 2024 World Series championship. And we look forward to visiting with you all again very soon. Again, this is Mark signing off from Broadway and Clark. 
Uh, please rate, follow, review, comment, hit us up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.